We got a hand clap? <laughs> you got a hand clap sound in there? Oh, I got a hand clap. Oh, I got a hand God. clap. Oh. I got a hand clap. Oh. That's, right. That's, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. First time on the podcast, Marcus Ryan. How's it going First on? First or what's what's going on? Not how's, how's it going on? How's it going on? on? <laughs> oh, man. Everything is happening this week. Last Watermelon week. Lemonade. I mean, we've come up with so much content in the past couple That's weeks. That's real. Man. What happened to so you guys? Good. Ah, uh, shit, man. The weather happened. <laughs> I've been making music for the weather. The fi- I've been making music for like feel good weather. And now we've been, <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting on this shit for that's like real. six months. I'm just like, man, as soon as it hits like 78 degrees, yeah, that's when we're dropping. That's when we're getting it. That's in. when we're getting there. I can vouch for that. <laughs> I've, I've been hearing it all winter. Yeah, the winter is depressing. The winter is depressing. I already made music for the winter. <laughs> I got, I got winter music. That's real. All right. So, for those of you that don't know, Marcus Ryan just dropped uh, Watermelon Lemonade single. Yep. Um, on all platforms. All platforms. Available now. On his birthday. Like I'm a boss. On his did birthday. Right. right. Really did it right. So, I was going to ask you this a second ago, but then I decided I'd just fire up the mics and ask you, how was your birthday? Oh, man. My birthday was lovely. Um, my girlfriend and my friends decided to throw me a surprise party. It was Saturday. That's dope. It was 70s theme, and uh, it was a great fucking time, man. We had a great time, great people, and uh, we brought in my 29th birthday. Perfect. That's what's up. Perfectly. House party? House party. That's the best way to do it. We didn't have to spend no extra money. It's a lost art, bro. It is, man, and I don't have to like feel like I need to be cooler. Like, yeah. I feel like when you go to a club, you have that like sort of essence to where it's just like, all right, I got to be cooler than everybody else in here. <laughs> You don't have the genuine fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have that, man. I don't so, have that feeling. So. <laughs> Not if you get drunk enough. If you get drunk enough, you're just like, I am the coolest man. No, I'm sober as fuck. And then the next day sucks. So and then the next day sucks. <laughs> it's, it's a loss every time. That right? gets me into the one topic that I wrote down. What? Okay. How cool you have to be in the club? No. How drunk <laughs> is too drunk? Oh, my God. Um, That's like a very weird topic. You know, the thing is, is that I think like, when you're too drunk, it's already, it's already too late. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, That's my life. That's like my autobiography. But then like, okay, so how drunk is too drunk as in, we're all drinkers here. Right. So you're always trying to get like that perfect buzz. Absolutely. But as soon as you like catch that, you want to keep you drinking. And absolutely. then you go like, so what is that point? Or how oh, do you man. know, like, how do you know when it's gone too far? I feel real warm. Really, I'm like buzzed up, and I'm just yeah. like, damn, I'm really warm. So like, maybe at that, <laughs> that when you piss yourself, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it's like mad like, warm it's below like, the it's waist. Mad warm in here, man. <laughs> nah, man, when you hit that, like it's it's like like you said, like as soon as you like 
hit that limit, you always want to exceed it because you always feel like you can take it to that next level yeah. without yeah. being blackout. You feel That's more right. invincible as, as you get drunk. <laughs> Absolutely. You do. Yeah. And then you want to keep drinking because it's just like, shit, man, what else am I supposed to do with my hands? That's my problem. That's the <laughs> problem with going out, too. Facts. Like when yeah, you're when you're terrible. at the crib, you feel much more comfortable, like whether you're playing a game or talking to one of your friends or yeah. whatever, you don't. When I'm out. I ha- like my activity so, is drinking. That's what you're there so to do. Like, yeah, I gotta have. What the something. hell are you supposed to I do? I gotta have a, a drink to hold on to. <laughs> right. And that's why I even told like I tell people I'll drink. Um, you know, if I'm if I know I'm gonna be drinking all night, <clears throat> give me like a Bud Light or something because it's yeah. not gonna get me fucked up it's if true. I no. keep drinking. If those. I keep drinking those, right? And I'm gonna keep drinking whatever's in my hand. So true. if I got Double Jack and Coke, unless you're drinking, I'm gonna since keep drinking noon. Double Jack I'm, and Coke exactly, and I'm gonna night. be fucked up. Yep. You gotta, you gotta know yourself, man. It's dangerous out here. For no, drinking. it is. But that's, a, I, I am the worst at just like I have to have a drink in my yeah, hand, absolutely. and then I'm drinking it like it's water yep. or something like that, for so sure. that I'm just, yep. and then by, so if I have an all day like thing, like one of my friends has a birthday or something, mm. and I'm going out and we're doing like the all day the activity all day thing, activity, yes. yeah. So I'm already knowing I'm waking up with a hangover the next day because I cannot, I literally have to have a drink in my hand and be drinking it at the same time. I can even tell myself, yo, Matt, you need to stop drinking this. And I'm, it's like a, it's like a, I don't even know that I'm doing it. Have you guys had any, um, Anything that's actually you think actually works for you for hangovers? Yeah, that's no. funny because I was just about to say that. It's just like, all right, I know that I'm going to drink until I get hungover. Let me decide what I'm going to drink because that's going to determine how hungover I'm going to be. True. Like, if for me, like if I'm drinking whiskey, I don't have that much of a hangover when I drink whiskey the next. Agreed. Night, yeah. The, the night before, if I'm drinking like tequila, or if I'm drinking vodka, or if I'm drinking tequila, gin, man. Oh my god, I've had beef eater gin. At one at one show before, and I tell you, I kid you not, I can't remember anything but me laying on the grass. <laughs> I've had some bad gin nights, but I like gin. I love gin. Yeah. Gin fucks me. Yeah. I blame my gin nights on because our go-to gin was Bombay. Yeah. And it came out that they like put way too much alcohol. Yeah, when in we there. were drinking the so hard, you were yeah. losing it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, I didn't even know shit. So no. I just blame it on that. But I don't know. But I've, I've explored it since then, and it's just not for that. me. The worst hangovers. <laughs> I can't necessarily attribute it to a certain type of liquor or drink. My noticeable worst hangovers are whatever chaser I'm using. That's true. Because it's so, a lot of sugar. Yeah. Exactly. The sugar shit. That'll. Fuck you me up, up the yep. next day. Very or true. wine. Wine gives me terrible. Wine gives me terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I love wine too. But you have to drink so much wine you do. to get you to do. that point. But, though. Yeah. But that's like, what that's but I do be doing. What's that. too much wine? But it tastes <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> it does. It does. That's agree. the thing. I do. Okay, so uh when you're hungover, it uh what what do you think causes uh, okay? Uh, here's where this question is coming from okay. because if I just straight up ask you, it's gonna <laughs> it's sound super weird. But uh so whenever I have like, whenever I have a hangover and I eat mints or like this was pickles, thing. like something that like, honestly, like I'm not craving at all right. when I'm a sober person or any other time, yeah. only hungover, I will have a shit ton of mints, shit ton of like uh, pickles, vinegar, like type Bread of just butter. shit that like tastes strong, strong, like in your mouth absolutely, to kill Pause. that hangover shit. <laughs> That's why I didn't ask the question before. <laughs> <laughs> but 
and that helps. Right. And I don't understand it because I go around all day. I mean, I kind of do understand it because if I don't do that, I have this bad alcohol, like skunky yeah. ass taste yeah, in my mouth that all day forever. Yeah. And it affects my hangover. Yeah. It makes it worse. For sure. And if I can kill that, yeah. it makes it at least tolerable throughout the day. Because when you're burping, you're like burping up the liquor. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just, yeah. And it's I wonder if anybody else like experiences that because it's I like, know that was always your go-to because I always thought it was so random is you'd be hung over and you'd be like, dude, can you stop at a gas station? I got to get some Mentos. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not <laughs> the hangover what, cure. It's literally just the suppressor. Like it, it literally <laughs> makes it tolerable. I don't have a, I don't have a go-to. The only thing I do is like try to force that first meal of the day down, like a yeah. good meal. Absolutely. Does that help though? Yeah, I think it does because I have a lot of friends that are like, if they're hungover, they just have to like lay down. They don't want to eat anything, and yeah, their hangover yeah. lasts Forever. literally that's all day. Perfect. Yeah, that's like they're me. just on their ass all day. That's me. Whereas, whereas me, like I, I'll get to the afternoon, and I'm like, because I normally force that meal down. I drink a bunch of water, and I'm like, all right, I can function today. But that that morning, that morning and early afternoon is rough. But I, I see, I can't do it. that. Like for me, like I can't even sleep that well when I'm hungry when I'm like drunk. So like yeah. I'll wake up maybe like five to six hours after I fell asleep. I'm the exact same way, bro. So, I'll have the pass out yep, sleep. Yep. And then I'm, and then I'm, yeah, and then I'm not going back to sleep. And then that, that initial like hangover doesn't hit me until like I, after I eat my yeah. first meal. Yeah. That, mo so, that morning though, like when you wake up from the pass out drunk, are you like loopy, goofy ass, oh, like still drunk? Yeah. That's me because too. you can't even tell if you're like if like yeah. I'm, you're waiting on that hangover. It's yeah. like eagerness is just like <laughs> let's get this shit out the way. Let's, See, let's I've had nights way. like that, but normally I sleep through it, and so I wake up feeling like like I can't even get, out of, even get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. I can't even you do have, that. You have bad hangovers. I have terrible hangovers, like really bad. I don't get that many hangovers, man. I don't feel like mine are that bad. My, you're like my fucking wife. I <laughs> I can't seriously. I, I wish that I didn't get those hangovers. Like, yeah. And I drink the same freaking amount. Same amount. And I am dead the next day. Is like, how do sugar? people not get... Are you mixing it like with sugar and juice? I drink beer. I, I stick um, with beer. Yeah, see. I'm a I'm a big beer drinker. I like beer. No, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I'm not, though, I drink whiskey. Right. And that, that gives me definitely the least amount the of least hangovers. Amount, yeah, yeah but I still wake up with a lot. Shout out hangovers, man. Shout out to the hangovers, man. That's real. Got my car back today. Hey. Word to the loyal podcast listeners that knew about that. Um, feels good. It's been about damn near three weeks. So. That's insane. That's a lot of that's a lot of time without like your actual car. Right. It's a brand new car. I mean, pretty new, yeah. What do you mean pretty new? It's like three years. I know. Well, I mean But you got a brand new. Yeah. It's a lease. Yeah. So when it's a transmission problem like that, oh no, it's crazy. Is that is, is like is that covered under like the yeah yeah, yeah. The like I didn't, have to, I didn't better have to, be. yeah I didn't have to pay a dime I went <laughs> I went in there today powertrain yeah was about to kick in. I went in there today they Three were like year old car <laughs> oh sorry the transmission's gone <laughs> they were like what's your name I was like you know blah 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 they they're like okay just sign this it's just like whatever zero dollars give me my keys they're like okay cool I go all right here's your I had a loaner car so here's the keys for that if you want them. They're like, right, they okay, did care. you get everything out of there? I was like, yep. All right, see ya. Your car's parked right there. Like, <laughs> what? All right, well, wow. shit, that was easy. So, I mean, yeah, I, I hated being being without my car for that long, but, like, super simple. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And it, it, it was in Grand Rapids, so I had to drive out there and get it and come back here. And yeah, I mean, it. at least you had a rental on everything. Yeah. And could, yeah. It was yeah, cause some people don't get that. Right? No. They got to pay for the car. No, and right. the I got that cheap-ass insurance. Yeah, my car dies, I'm done. That shit would suck. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. 
That's real. Shout out, hey, shout out to the low budget insurance companies. Man. Already, that's what sure. I got for sure. So, are we gonna are we gonna address the the Laurel situation, dude? I really want to. I just heard about that. Can someone bring that, Can someone bring that no. up? You bring that up. I literally just wow. heard about this. Like it's almost like that blue and that blue and white dress thing, right? Okay. Yeah. To enter. To okay. Get it's this. always some new shit. Like someone, it, it always some. It's someone tweeted me that new. if we talk about this on the podcast, they're gonna kill themselves. It, oh. it is not. So RIP. It's not the same as as the blue and white dress. Okay. It's not the same because <laughs> I was one of those insane people that when I read the article and I clicked on that and it said, "Do you hear Laurel or what was Yanny?" Mm. I was the insane person that heard both at the same time. Okay. I did too. Good. That means you actually have ears. See, now everyone's got so many like funny ones. I can't even find the can't actual even find one. the actual one. No, but th- but that's that's what. Uh, and I showed my, uh, Aaron, my yeah. wife, and <laughs> and she's like, she goes, Yanny, I hear nothing. I hear <laughs> I hear a beep over Laurel. I'm like a beep. She's like, no, not someone like saying beep, but like a beep, like an actual, like, like an actual beep, beep. right. <laughs> Really? What? See, I need to hear this. I'm not on my like. I'm not on like social media that much to like find out these new like theories and shit. Laurel. No. Okay. Laurel. Laurel. All I hear is Laurel. Laurel. You don't hear Yanny. You don't hear Yanny. No. Laurel. Laurel. I hear Laurel. Laurel. I, hear I hear Laurel. Can you hear Laurel and Yanny again? And Yanny. Yanny's high. Lanny's high frequency. See, I can't hear Laurel. the high frequency then. See, I. When I first heard it, I was like, "You, I heard both." Mm. I, it sounded to me like the Yanny was being like kind of forced in there, and then as I kept listening, y- the Yanny just like went away. Went away completely on the same device. I just kept listening, and it was yeah. like, "Oh, okay." That's but good. that's that's the difference between high and low frequency, though. Is like as yeah. humans, we hear lower easier than we do. Glow is listening to it on her phone at my place and heard Laurel, and then at work on her phone, her Yanny. heard Yanny, yeah. Her Yanny. Because uh, yeah, that's that's the reason though is because on your phone is is higher frequency than than on a regular pair of speakers. No, it was at her on her phone both places. But would it does it matter where you are? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah that's it, does. What it had to be like it ma- there's crazy. a lot of things that yeah, go that into, into, the into yeah. The, yeah, that's the reason why recording booths and things like that are so important because right. you're trying to get a clean a clean uh, recording. Yeah. That shit's always trippy. Like, even if there's an explanation for it, it's just always trippy. Like, being next to another human being, listening to the same thing, and and they're and hearing something completely yeah. different. Yeah. yeah that's like, well, I always think about that with us being colorblind. Like, yeah. those colorblind tests where there's a bunch of dots and everyone else sees this shape in the dots, and I just see the dots. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you, like, that's it's funny that you even say that because I was just reading an article the other week. Like, I mean, as humans, even when you're not colorblind, you're still colorblind because you think about so many other species that can see so many different variants of colors, True. like like mm-hmm. like different type of animals mm-hmm. that have like eight fucking eyeballs yeah. in yeah. one eye. Like they can see so many different shapes. Well, and how and do we even color? know that we're seeing the same? That's shape? what I was gonna exactly. say. How do we know? Like we might be seeing like slightly different shades right. from other people. Like who knows? Uh, that's insane science, to even think man. about. Fucking <laughs> science, bro. It was hilarious because uh, I was listening to that. Lanny or Yanny uh, Laurel shit and I was I was telling Aaron I was like we'll see what Patrick Patrick hears because he doesn't hear any of the shit that I hear <laughs> that's true we have so many beefs about mixing that's exactly though uh, um, 
a lot of the like why I tweeted out this is the life of an audio engineer because we go through that shit all the time because it literally is just what I was explaining to you before Packy on uh on a uh audio like high low frequency uh interface that depending on what frequencies you cut you hear different things so if you cut that higher frequency on an equalizer in logic you'll hear laurel but if you cut the low right. you'll hear yan you'll hear yanny right. and i've literally tested it out and that's literally that's what right. it is wow so it, it just goes to show like people people hear different shit mm -hmm. all the fucking time and it's just a matter of playing the happy medium nothing ever is perfect ever right. Because someone's going to hear something a little bit different than what you're hearing. That could even speak to why people like hear lyrics so differently sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I think we go through it all the time. Like, I'll say something completely. I'll say something on a record and then someone would tweet what I said, but it's completely different. I'm like, I didn't say that. That shit always cracks me up when but somebody. You can keep it though. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody tweets it like it's their favorite line or yeah, something, absolutely. like they love that line. And I'm like. It's not what it is. It actually was dope. <laughs> it was dope. And you made it whack. <laughs> it was but you dope. love it still, so I guess so whatever. It's just like, all right, then. <laughs> if you hey, love it. Uh, I'm verified on the genius, so feel free to rap along with me. That's, that's when you come out with that sweet right there. Yeah, dude. I know. I see you and Cyrus do that. I might have to start doing that. Yeah, I, man. Because it's just like, I feel like as artists, like you and mm -hmm. me and Cyrus, like I feel like we put so much like emphasis and so much hard work into our wordplay like it's important yeah. that people actually hear what we're trying to that's say real. That's and real. like actually can view it themselves because if they don't then that whole like entendre of things that i just gave you makes right. no sense and you got to step outside of yourself and be like like i could feel like a whole song i made is just so cl as clear as day like how could you even fuck this right. up but it's my shit so right. of course exactly. i'm gonna feel like and that's that. the thing that you guys brought to my attention it's yeah. just like for yeah. me like when I'm listening, I know exactly what I'm saying because right. I wrote the fucking shit down. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? But I'm not essentially getting it from that other viewer's perspective. Right. Because you're right. They have to exactly they have to hear what I'm saying the exact same way. So Well, and that's even what Packy and I when we were literally starting this whole thing is I I ate for somebody to like be able to not only have that first impression, but to also be somewhat in music so that you could actually trust their opinion on it. Right. Because if you just go ask your friend and you're like, what do you hear here? What, what are they going to say? No, what? they're going to tell you what you want to hear, essentially. <laughs> but somebody that actually does music and can listen to something for the first time, I think that's a huge opinion. Like, yeah. I want that opinion around. Absolutely. That's why, like, half of the, a lot of the times when we have a discrepancy, I'll, like, text Cyrus and be like, what do you hear? Because he listens to that shit all the time, and right. he's an opinion that I value at that point. So, it is it is a thing, and I I do I I seriously think it's like a huge, it's a huge thing because that Yanny Laurel thing is I was laughing because it's like it's literally what we go through every day. Yeah, here, what do you hear here? Well, I hear this. Well, the bass is too loud here. Well, I don't think it's too loud. Like, right? Okay. Yeah, you feel like you're going insane. I'll I'll you'll send me a mix, and I'll be like okay, well, this part, I hear, like, all this static or something around this word. Like, can you fix that? Right. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, <laughs> how don't you, like, how don't you understand <laughs> that? Yeah. Yeah. But again, because it goes back to what you said the other week. It's just, like, for us, because we aren't the engineers mm. of the process as well, it's that, like, we'll record something, and maybe that, maybe the engineer won't get to it immediately, but yeah. we'll continuously play it back because we feel like maybe we should add more. Maybe we should take less out of it. So we'll hear something 
out of an unmixed version. And then when we get the mixed version, it's just like, nah, that's yeah. not, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost feel comfortable with coming out with the unmixed version. It's just like, it's, but it's not, it's not, yeah. that, but it's not that like, way no, though. Trust me. We've been there. <laughs> it's not that way. It's because yeah. we've listened to it so much unmixed. Right. Yeah. That we, we have a biased opinion yeah. about how it sounds. When and it's, it's not wrong. It's literally just that you've listened to it so many times that it's literally in your head. It's your brain head, right. has been exactly. tricked to think this is my favorite song. So yeah. and, anything and else is, is going to be different. And ever since you said that I've been, dialing back on the aspect of listening to the shit before it gets mixed. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to do that myself a little bit too because I I used to we used to record Mowood engineer. Mm -hmm. I would just spit my shit, do my ad-libs, do my whatever, and once I walked out of that booth, I didn't hear the I shit till it, it was, was mixed. mixed. Right. So, I never had any issues with with the mixes. Now, and for a <laughs> while now, I engineer my own sessions. And right. so I do all this shit and I listen and I listen and I edit and whatever and then i submit it to him and then i'm still listening to it <laughs> and then he sends me the mix and i'm like this doesn't sound like what <laughs> this doesn't sound like anything yeah. I gave you. which i hate because i want to be like oh i got the mix back and be like hype no, about it and right. instead i get it back and i'm like doesn't sound how i want it. <laughs> <laughs> but let's so just go true, with it I, fuck it it's so true but you have to but you have to convince yourself that because again You've heard it a thousand times. Yes. That listener is going to be that first time here. Yeah. So they don't know how it sounds. To right. me, that opinion it. is more valuable than yours at that Facts. point because Facts. that's going to be right. your fan it listening is. to You're it. Right. I agree. Fuck the fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Can we label that? Can that be the Can that be the title of the podcast? Fuck the fans. <laughs> that'll be the. Uh, yeah, that'll be the downfall. Of the that'll YouTube be the collective's uh, EP. <laughs> Gosh, this gonna be. Hey, this gonna be the most viewed podcast. <laughs> like, fuck right. the fans. That's what they mean? Fuck, fuck the, the fans. fans. <laughs> Let me play this shit. <laughs> Get this shit out of here. Yeah, based off the LeBron shit, they'll just read the title and be like, uh, and start commenting. Right. <laughs> now, first fuck LeBron. Now fuck the fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, man. I looked oh, at the comments shit. on the last podcast like for like an hour after we posted it and like responded to a few and then I was like, I'm done looking at this shit. No, no. I saw you respond. I was like, what are you doing? No, it's I got yeah, I got I got I like responding sometimes. I don't. You gotta you gotta I haven't got to sometimes. that point yet. Um Paolo was just asking me. He he asked me how the recept like how receptive people were to watermelon lemonade. And I mm -hmm. said, Man, I have no idea. My thing about it is that once I put something out, once it hits the internet, I have no control over it at that point. Mm -hmm. So I can't have an alternative like opinion about it. It's already out. Yeah, that I well, yeah. You and know that's what I'm that's a good I've I've thought about this because I don't I don't I don't want as like even like what I do as like an engineer and stuff like that that the fans' opinions do matter. And I'm not ever trying to come off that it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But as an artist, when you put out the song, you are pretty much saying, this is the best I could do in this point in time with this specific Facts. mindset yeah. and creative mentality that I was under. Right. Okay. And you can either like it or not like it, but I will try to grow keeping your opinions in mind going forward. Absolutely. Well, it's also for the most part, there's a few exceptions on songs, but for the most part, especially with the um, audience that we have, um, it's not like we're reaching the world every time we drop a song. So you can't really like listen to a comment here or there and be like, oh, well, 
multiple people on Twitter said they weren't fucking with it or multiple people on Twitter said it was the best song ever. You kind of just got to over time, look at the stats of the song mm-hmm. to see if like are people playing this song regularly. Facts. That means they like it. Right. If not, they don't because are they sharing because all like you're that's... seeing from the comments are just the few outspoken right. people. Like you might yeah. have, let's say you got a fan base of a thousand people and you see three comments on Twitter that say this song sucks. Well, right. That doesn't mean the song sucks. No, absolutely. <laughs> and if they say it's great, it doesn't mean it's going to be great either. Like no, you just kind of got to see how I it agree. performs. Yeah. Well, but that—that's why views are so important. Though, is just to me, it's not even that. Are the fans fucking with it? Because it can only grow so much. It's are the fans fucking it, and are they sharing it? Are they fucking it? Are they fucking it? Man, no. That's 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 the whole idea behind it. I want to make music that you can fuck to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make music that you can fuck. Like, I want you to take this song and fuck it like, for sure. <laughs> so disco balls and party favors. Disco you, balls and party favors. You've put that out in the universe now, haven't you? Yes. Ex- explain. Explain what you're trying to do with um, that. Disco balls and party favors is somewhat of a collection um, because like me and you were talking the other week is what I'm essentially trying to continuously do is find my sound. And I think that's been the most riveting part about this whole process is that's exactly what I'm still searching for. Um, so what I came, what I came up with the idea for disco balls and party favors is because I have these songs that I wrote to that didn't necessarily fit a project, didn't necessarily fit a specific mood that I was trying to put anyone in, but they needed to be heard by everyone. Um, so I came up with disco balls and party favors as, as a sense of having fun and enjoying life as it is. Um, and that's exactly what the collection, at least the first collection is about. It's about the experience that I've had since I've been signed um, as an actual recording artist, because again, speaking to this two years ago, I didn't have a platform. So I didn't have a specific group that I was targeting. Um, And now with disco balls and party favors, it feel as though I have a premeditated group, which is the spectators. Now I need to go outside and get my own listeners. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what disco balls and party favors is essentially searching for. I'm searching for my listeners. I'm searching for the people that genuinely want to hear from me. Uh, One kid on Twitter was just like, yeah, that's cool. Cyrus is coming out. But when did Marcus, but when's Marcus dropping? Yeah. That shit is so fucking dope. Yeah. Because it's just like, I was able to reach further than the spec group itself. As far as the fans go and get someone and get them a part of the collective itself. So that's, that's dope. And I I told you this prior to me coming out with singles. I wanted it to be a project. I wanted it to be almost like three series of disco balls and party favorites. But I, I told myself, I don't want to do that because we have so many other artists on the label that haven't essentially been able to reach out to the masses and, and get their music out. So I wanted to, to dial it back. And, and I think you guys came up with the idea. Like, all right, well, we don't have to come out with it as a project, but we can come out with it as singles. Yeah. And I think that's going to essentially generate and it's going to be a lot more impactful to the listeners. I just more and more, and I know we've had this conversation, all our artists have had the conversation, and I'm not saying I'm right. I could be wrong, and I know you and I have talked about this ad nauseum, Mm. but I just am convinced that this day and age where we are right now, and part of it is my personal experience. One of the, like, one of the things I just hate is I I believe that my Area 51 project, I just firmly believe that there's at least 
at least three songs out of those six would would be doing much better numbers had they been, had they been released singles. as singles. And I think things I hundred percent. I think things just get buried in projects no, these days. Do. Whereas if you put something out as a single, it just gets more attention. And so, bottom line, if if you got some like unless you really have a very strictly concise themed project yep. that you just know these all have to go together yep. they all fit a narrative cool and i like as an artist i love That's making what, yeah, projects absolutely. like yep. it sucks to just sit here being like yeah singles are the way to go i don't because i don't like that mentally but as far as actual reception on the songs themselves i just feel like they they, they give you a better it chance is. to catch they on do. i agree it, it does and that's that's not even a because I know that some of your guys' fans are listening and they're thinking, well, I listen to your projects all the time and replay them and right. I'm all about them. I want the projects. But the, the the shitty situation that we're in is it's not only about the core fans. Mm -hmm. You have to think about the collect like the whole and who you can reach. Therefore, well, and as beyond, far as us beyond as a, that. And us as artists and as a business. We're not that like, big. Well, and, and that's, we're always focused on growth. Like right. you can't, if, as soon as you become comfortable, comfortable and stagnant, like that's just as big as you're going to get. So yeah, it's important that we reach out to the fans and, and are keep giving them what they like. But the crucial aspect is, can we grow the fan base? Right. What do these people outside? Yeah. And, and when I look back at like area 51, for example, Happy birthday again to every 51. 517, baby. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like it didn't. It That is a great example of something that reached the core audience and never reached outside of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it just was kind of a flash in the pan. Yeah. Right. It was. And I mean, but that's. that's and just I don't want to see that happen with like anyone else on the label because I've heard your music that you got coming and I'm like, that's. A, I, I like the idea of projects. I would just hate to have this have the same result as area 51. Right. And that's the whole reason for the label though, is I'm trying to prevent you and everybody else on this label from making the same mistakes that we have made. Already, right. There's value in the mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all I'm trying to do. And you can either believe me or not believe me. And I'm not saying that I have all the, or we have all the answers right. here because tomorrow the, the whole music scene could change and then I could be completely wrong. I don't fucking have it. Spotify could go under. Somebody could have a mm. sexual assault case that just takes <laughs> takes Spotify. I wouldn't be surprised. Like yeah. that's, but that's the thing. And so, and then all of a sudden, my opinion doesn't matter anymore. Right. So, I, I, all I'm saying is, right now, when I'm speaking, that is the way to do it. I agree. No, and I agree. As, as shitty as it is as an artist, as a creative, because you always want to make those albums. No, it's a lost it's, art form. It is. It is. And it's becoming even more lost as we go on with with this whole landscape. But yeah, It's a completely lost art form because now people come out with the project, but those projects are just singles mm. essentially meshed into right. a Yeah, wow. that's, that's what it is. Project. Yeah. Yeah. Just, to do numbers. Like, like you like, said, there's no narrative. No, it. no, It's no. just like, here's a song, here's a song, here's no. a song, here's a song, here's yeah. a song. Here's well, a song, and people are even utilizing like the behind the scenes metrics and formulas and stuff to like, oh, I put out this random song and it was in circulation for a year, but I'm going to put it on my album coming out because it's already got all these numbers behind it and it'll help it go golden a day. Right. And I can say, oh, this album went gold in 24 hours. Well, it's because your one song had a zillion Facts. spins mm. for a year that you just threw mm. on there. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. But I can't say if I was them, I wouldn't do the same thing. No, absolutely. I mean, 
You have to play the game. You do. At the end of the day. Unfortunately, you kind of well, do. it's all a game. It's all a game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you to give a brief background on yourself, like musically. I feel like we don't have a lot of stuff out there that's... I know we have the bio on the website. It doesn't really do it justice. Yeah. Just give you a second to just explain your background. Not only in music, but just who you are. Oh, absolutely. Um, I've been... I've been writing music for the better half of my life. Um, I think I started when I was like 10 years old. Um, it's always been something that I've always admired. Um, and I always had, I guess, in a sense, a niche for writing. Yeah. Um, I started recording or taking recording seriously almost about four years ago um, when I met Cyrus the first time. Um, and he was associated with you guys or on the cusp of being associated with you guys. And that was the first time that I actually saw someone from my point of view, at least that essentially was able to get their music out and essentially reach a higher plateau in an essence. Um, so I started taking recording a lot more seriously. And then I came out with Casablanca and uh, it was magic after that with you guys and whatnot. Um, but on another note, I mean, I tell you, I just did a, um, I just did an event yesterday for a mel. It's called the Melody Program, and I work with some some unfortunate kids. And I tell them, I'm like, I'm in, still an independent artist. We're still an independent mm. label. 100%. Like when I got here, I had to pay for my own gas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I gotta buy my own food. Right. So outside of me being a recording artist and being signed to a recording label, I still have to essentially provide for myself. So. I still have a 45, 50 hour workload mm -hmm. that I have to essentially get done. I, I manage my own store. I manage seven people. Right. So like when I leave work, I go back to work and mm -hmm. I go start recording. Mm -hmm. right. When I'm not recording, I'm at work. Right. Yeah. So my process and the way that I essentially I break things down are a lot, are, could be a lot different than what some other artists, um, I guess, what they what they may have that I don't have, which is the opportunity to sit down and continuously write, 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 until they get to a certain point to where they can come out with multiple singles at the exact same time and then essentially reach that higher plane. Yep. For us and for me, um, when I come out with a song, when I write a song, I think Cyrus said it the best. He said it in one of his lyrics. I didn't come out with a song hoping that I, one day I can quit my job. Mm -hmm. And that's where we are honestly right and if all of us are throwing yeah, darts absolutely. We like are. That's, that's that's yeah. that's what we're doing yeah. and and that's the fun part about it mm. i don't know why but I, I find it so fucking like yeah. appealing that shit i'm gonna put out watermelon lemonade and maybe this shit is just gonna take off mm -hmm. packy put out like this and maybe this shit is just gonna take us to the next fucking like mm -hmm. exactly and that's what's so fun about it. Um, so that's why I enjoy continuously writing music and continuously coming up with new ideas. Like people ask me, what type of genre are you? Like what type of music do you make or who are you? I'm, and I tell them I'm a recording artist. And we were just mm. talking about this. There's mm. a difference between being a recording artist and being a rapper. Mm -hmm. A rapper is going to pay you for five hours of studio time and get five songs done. Yep. A recording artist is going to pay you five hours of studio time and then have to come back the next day to finish the song. <laughs> right. One song. Right. You know what I'm saying? One song. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like that's where I find myself. I find myself in that bubble to where it's just like, is less more or should I add more to it? Mm. So when I'm sitting there and I'm writing a song and I've been working on this song for three days, it's not because I don't want people to hear it. I just because I want them to hear the best 
version version of, of that. Yeah, exactly. So it's something that we battle with. It's something that I battle with as an artist. Yeah. And bro, I I feel you on that point because I go back and forth on this. Like even throughout my damn near a decade doing music, I've gone back and forth so many times on that aspect. And we've touched on it a few times on the podcast even is I will always say quality over quantity, mm -hmm. like period. But that doesn't mean like there is, there are plenty of artists and people that beat themselves to death over something and then don't end up giving you anything right. or Absolutely. give you very little. Jay Electronica. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly. Or, or hide. I think too many people hide behind the word perfectionist. Absolutely. Yep. Like not everyone that procrastinates or bullshits or takes too much time is a perfectionist. Facts. Like there are perfectionists who put out a lot of shit. Right. But that doesn't like. I'm not saying everyone's that way. Like I I take my time on my music. You just said you do too. And like I would like I feel like I'm a perfectionist. But also the more that the the clickbait the um the ADD generation mm -hmm. all this stuff the more that goes on the more I do find myself being like ah, trying not to I, be perfect I, I can't get the, I can't, can't get this exactly how I want yeah. but you know what it's good Fuck enough it. absolutely mm -hmm. it is you know and yeah. honestly and then a, I'll get it per I'll get it perfect the next and time and it's 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 kind That's of exactly it, what you should right. be doing it's kind of freeing because like as an artist too you're always um you're always focused on your next thing. Mm -hmm. Like by the time you put out your song, it's hard for you to even be like, yeah, this song. No, absolutely. It's it like, is. but you should wait to hear what, it, like so many, and, and <laughs> artists even get caught up in this too much. Like when you really should, you just drop something and you should be promoting that. Yeah. The first thing artists want to say is like, wait till my next shit. Or, <laughs> well, you know what? It's because it's the first thing that fans say. Yeah. yeah hey man, good job on this record, man. I can't wait for right. the next one. Yes, that's like, true. Or a week Duh, after you drop something, like, when, exactly, when are you gonna drop something? You, it's like, bro, I just exactly, gave you something. Like, that, what? But that's why you should take that up as an artist. Yeah, you should take up that mentality the same way that the fans are. It's yeah. just like I gave you the best here, and here you go, and I'm gonna focus on making the next one even better. Right. And then you just build on that. Absolutely, right. that's it. And I always fall back onto like, pr probably not with every song I've put out because I've put out so many, but lots of songs. I'm sure are somebody's favorite song. Mm -hmm. Like Absolutely. even the least popular songs, it's somebody's, it's somebody's yeah. favorite. Always. Yeah. And so you got to look at it that way too. Like if I put this song out, because no matter if you, if you can't get the one little thing right in a song or something and you still put it out, you still put your heart and soul into that, like the lyrics, the whatever. So you're still proud of the yeah, song. It's not, like you're, I'm not, it's not like I'm co-signing putting no, out garbage. No, no, for sure. But no. The fans are going to appreciate There's a difference it. between you being proud of your song yeah. and it being perfect. Right. The like, fans are going to appreciate what you're giving. In them. the definition of the word perfect. Like, right. come on. Nothing's going to be perfect. <clears throat> well, and that's even that's if the, you think that it's that's perfect, almost it's not the, perfect. The, fuck, the, the mind fuck is you get so caught up in that rabbit hole of, I'm going to make this perfect. I right. got to get this right. But then you got to step back and think, am I so like into myself? that I actually think this is like perfect now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm no, saying? Cuz you reached that level. You you've you've tried to make this record sound so perfect that it sounds so perfect that you don't want to come out with it because yes. you feel like it's not that perfect yes, anymore. Yes, bro. Yes. And I <laughs> right. even I've I've been in in that place with um projects. Like if I take too much time off putting out any content, I'll be like, "Okay, this next thing I got to do is really good. it's really got to be big and right. make a splash or whatever." And you're like, I got, I got some good shit. So I should. And then as time goes by, you're like, 
It's not good enough. It's not good enough. <laughs> I need more. I need to do this video. I need to do, and then you just can't catch up. And right. it, I, again, I, it, it's, it's, it all ties back to sometimes I feel like the fans just don't understand. Like, you have to understand from an artist standpoint that we are the biggest critics of our music. Mm. Yeah. There's no one else that's going to criticize my music as much as I'm going to criticize it. There's no one else that's going to criticize your music yep. as much as you're going to criticize yep. it. So when we put that shit out, We've already heard it a thousand times. We don't want to hear it again. <laughs> right. Because we're all we're looking for and all we're listening to is, oh, shit, I could have done that better. Could have mm-hmm. done that better. Could have done that better. Could have done that yep. better. But it's out of my hands at this yeah. point. Yeah. So it goes back to, Apollo was asking me, you don't read the comments? I read the comments. I think I read the comments for Casablanca in all day. And I literally haven't read any comments. You learn pretty then. quickly. <laughs> you learn pretty quickly because it's just like, Damn, man. Fuck you, bro. Yeah. Like, but you, damn. But that is, you can't that's create also, after that, though, well, either. Is it's just like, that is the it advantage, brings you down too That's much. the advantage of having a team and people around you, too, though, is like, I know I can speak for myself of it was always beneficial to have Mo around because he would go do all that stuff. Because there is an importance to seeing what that feedback yeah, is. Absolutely. What if everyone on there was just like, this is garbage? Right. Well, you might need to think about that. Yeah. You know, if everyone is, if the consensus is this is garbage, and you put okay, but, but that's the but thing. That's is, the thing. As a creative, you don't want to be in that headspace. Right. But someone around you might need to push you a certain way. Always, someone around you needs to be in that headspace mm-hmm. right. because <clears throat> the bottom line is they can <laughs> they can guide you to that point to work around it a little bit more delicately than exactly. YouTube comments. Exactly. <laughs> it's so, just not like right in your face, like disrespect. Right. <laughs> yes. Fuck this song. Why are you singing so whack? Yeah. Plus, and then I'm, I can come to you and be like, I mean, maybe you should take it easy. I'm, I'm, I'm not, just like, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should sing it just a little bit different. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Well, plus I'm the type that if I, if I'm scrolling through comments, it could be like, you're the greatest of all time. 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 You fucking suck. And then I'm just stuck on that. Like, I'm stuck on that. It's like it's like going through Amazon reviews. It's like, this company has a 4.9 review. So you're going through the and then reviews the one and you're finding that one comment. It's like, this shit sucks. Yeah. Like, fuck, I can't order from right. here anymore. I can't trust it now. <laughs> That's facts. That's real. That's so real. Well, is it so good of a product that if one person can review right, it badly? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's funny because I was just um I did one of the DNA test things. Have you guys done that yet? Mm-mm. I was I'm just intrigued to know what my background is. Um because like, yeah, I know I'm black. Yeah, I know I have some Korean in me, but it's just Wait, like, you're black? Else? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's wait a like, second, can we stop there? <laughs> Wait, like, hold on. That'll be hold the name of, the, of, of this episode. All right, we need to cut the Wait, podcast. <laughs> no, so I'm doing reviews, and I was going to do Ancestry, and then I look into this other company. It's called My Heritage, and I'm reading the reviews, and it's just like, all right, let me figure out what I'm going to do. So I was like, bad reviews on Ancestry. So it was just like, the 2,901 bad reviews on Ancestry. So I'm just going through Ancestry, and I'm just like, yeah, man. I can't do you, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm this just shit's gonna happen to me. Reviews, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, my saliva is gonna get dried up, and you're not gonna send me another kit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna do this shit again. <laughs> so it's just like, oh my, it's just like it's always That's that theory in the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. So did you? You went I got with the one. Other one? Yeah, I, I got with. I went with my heritage. So shout out to my heritage. Okay. Um, I'm supposed to be receiving my package so I can deliver my DNA sample. Oh, you haven't finished it. I haven't yet. finished okay, it. Cool. Yet. No, but it's dope because. Basically, what it does is that it granted it doesn't have as much 
access to like the shit that ancestry has but it mm-hmm. has roughly about 42 to 50 regions that it'll tell you where you're from so west nice. african uh, western european or whatever it may be but it's more or less because i want to know who i am and i also want to know who else is out there that i don't know as far as from a family right. standpoint because yeah. i think it's important to to reach out i think that's be really dope like at some point i, I think i would like to do that yeah. it's just cool to know yeah, I've always but, thought. But sometimes it just fucks shit up, like completely, because right. it's just like, mom, you're not my real mom. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, you got to be a little shit. bit, you got to be a little bit confident in like the sure things, and then be like, oh, maybe there'll be some cool stuff on the boundaries. <laughs> right. But right. if you got any question marks, like you might want to, <laughs> you're not my right. real mom. Yeah, yeah. If, right. If you like sure. questioning some shit, yeah. then you may not want to do it. Yeah. Just, not, <laughs> just stick with what you got if you're happy. <laughs> right. So Word. Anderson Pack came out with a new single. I haven't heard today. it. And it's amazing. Is it? Yeah, Is it's it? It's really good. He's 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 I sick, man. To anything today. He's fire, man. I've slept on on him. Not slept on him because right when he came out, I loved his shit. But as he's gone on, I haven't stayed up on his new shit mm-hmm. like I should. Because I, I him and No him. Worries do really well together. Um, knowledge, I should say. It's then they did have a band called No Worries, okay. but him they do really well together. I found Anderson Pack on the game's documentary two or documentary two and a half and it was he he was like on the first one or two songs and as soon as he came on it's that whole laurel and yanny thing like for me like as soon as as soon as anderson came on i was like holy fucking shit who is this guy (laughs) who is this guy why does he sound like this and like how can i do what he's doing so like for me like it's like Anderson's like a fucking unicorn because he doesn't give you continuously like continuous music. He'll fall off for like eight months and then he'll come out with something and it's just like, yes, this yeah. is what we've been missing. Yeah. And that's essentially how I like to treat my music is that I don't want to overburden people with what my sound is because I'm still having a fucking hard time finding what it is also. Right. Mm-hmm. But like if I can be that ostrich that I call it continues to call myself, if I can be that person that's essentially different from what you hear, but you only hear seldomly or you take the advantage, you take the opportunity to hear me, you're just like, oh shit, I haven't heard Marcus since yeah. the the last fucking day of twenty seventeen. What's watermelon lemonade? What's watermelon lemonade sound? Yeah. Like? Yeah. So like Well and and it was um I, I was having this conversation with Apollo the other day is uh why why do all of us as um you Packy you might not be included you're kind of on the edge of this but oh, also shout out to Packy for holding us down <laughs> all the way up oh summer, yeah I got so. you so I told, I told Mo winter. that over the phone the other week and I I failed to tell you that but shout out to you Mo, Mo and I sat down we were like well looks like you know, we're not going to have some content for a while. We got to pay the bills. Packy, let's just uh, <laughs> fire it up, Packy. Yeah, fire it up. <laughs> nah, man, for real. Shout out to you. No, no, no. But uh, I, I was thinking like uh, years in music wise, like um, actually you probably do even fall into this is under under a certain amount of eyes. You're we're all like everybody on this label is an amateur rapper. Facts. Like we're not. Bullshit. We're not look at it from a business world. Like when are you considered right. a professional? Right. Like you get, you go to college, you get a job, you have an, or maybe even before that you have an internship mm-hmm. that lasts like two years. Then you're in your job that lasts for like five years. Right. And then by the time you're like 40, then you're like considered, considered a prof- professional professional. Right. right. Why are we all so concerned with being perfect with every song that we put out? That's yeah. true. 
Yeah. We're not well, professionals. That's the thing too. I, I always look at um a lot of and it's different now because it's a lot easier to be an independent artist, but I look at it like if I did something and got signed by a major like next year and I put out an album, that would be my first album. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Like two yeah. studio like album. My right? core fan base would be like, no, he's got stuff. But to yeah. anyone like to to the oh, like ninety percent right. yeah. of the people that heard it, it would be my first to, album. To me, this and day that's cool. So th this like, day and age, so why so can't we redefine that? Why? Because no, right. music is too readily accessible for us to put ourselves in the Let box. Me take this phone call real quick. You guys can keep talking. To put ourselves in the box of, like, okay, so we, you have your first album, and then you then you put out you know one or two two singles for the next year, and blah blah blah. Those rules have changed. Yeah, those they're, rules haven't been set in place. For they're like not a years. thing anymore. Sure. So why are we so concerned with, dude? I honestly think I've had this conversation with a bunch of people, and I honestly think that you give it. I think we're right in the middle mm -hmm. of it. We might be fifty years old and still doing this still thing. Doing this right because it's possible. Yeah, it wasn't possible before. No, no one it wasn't. cared. The record label killed your career. Yep. They didn't care. Yeah, they didn't so care as, about independent artists. As long as people keep listening to you guys and care about what you're what you're saying, like the, the people that are listening now, as long as they care about your story when they have kids and are growing up and everything like that, we can still sell records. And I think that's the benefit for us, at least for the fan base that we have, is that they haven't grown up yet. But that's what I'm saying. Play the play the long game. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I keep preaching to all of you guys, is that like you are basing it on what other artists under labels are doing it right now. And I get it because it's tempting and you see them doing big things and everything like that. But what if you could do, but they can't do, right? You could be making music until you're 55. Right. And someone over here who is in the music industry is only going to be making music until they're 30. Yeah. Because their who, friends are who's better off. Them. Their friends are going to outgrow them. Well, that's what I'm saying. And and then they blow all their money. They have these 360 deals or yep. whatever, yep. and they're done. Right. That's it. That's their career. And then they have to go get a real job, mm -hmm. which basically they're underqualified for anyway. Facts. Let's let's literally just say what it is right now and just be like, let's just treat this like a job. Like you you make like what like a teacher's salary, and you're happy with that, and let's move on. Right. It's just like if you are ever considered like an actual nba player and you actually make nba money yeah you should never go back to working at mcdonald's <laughs> right that should be something that should never happen right. you should never allow yourself to get to that point and as rappers or as artists i should say they're letting themselves get to that point yes they're yes. gonna they, you know i think J. Cole said it in 1985 and, and granted i know that it was aimed at one rapper or if not multiple rappers, but it's just like, you're going to be broke with all of those shoes. Yes. And nothing to show for. Yes. And and you're getting too caught up in, in keeping up with the Joneses, I Absolutely. guess is, that, is what sure. the, what the sure. biggest, especially thing is. in hip hop. That's one of the things because hip hop is so blingy. And let me show, show you my car. Let me yeah. get on the money phone. Yeah, let it's, me it's like, very material. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And I mean, even, on a small scale, it's easy to get caught up. In even, even, like, even I will even argue it's, uh, I've met this person. I know this person, this person's in my phone because of who I am. Like, yeah. because I signed to this record label, I have all of these contacts. Yeah. Cool. How much money do you make? Yeah, right. I mean, you and I have run into that even just with people thinking that we, because we quote unquote made it, 
in music because we made a living off of it. Like we're our own bosses. Yeah. But they just assume, oh, you do music and you don't have another job. Oh, you're you're rich. I just got a notification. No, like, I just got a notification last week that our top ten I, I get notifications every week of our top ten searched Google searches that lead to our website. Mm. Packy net worth has creeped into the top ten. Wow. <laughs> Negative three thousand dollars. Someone is someone it's someone wants to know what your net worth. Bro, what, what, which is crazy because no, it's just multiple like, people want to know. What was that? What was that shit I sent you um like a month ago? Some there was some um Instagram account and it was like Oh yeah. I think the name of the account was like Found packs at no, dude, dude. I <laughs> fucking called Mo. Literally, I got a notification on Instagram, and it was just like, uh, "Phone's packy address has included you in a link." I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I go, and it's literally a Google map with the red pin that says, "I found Packy's address." Bro. I reported it. I called Mo. I said, "Good, did I did see, too." Did you see that shit? He's like, "No, nah, I didn't see it." I'm like, "Check your fucking Instagram." Yeah. And then he literally in the comments said, "Say Marcus." Ryan, look what I found. I'm like, uh, bro, oh my god! And it had one photo. <laughs> I think it followed one person. It was me, and it had one photo, and it was no. literally. I think it was like my parents' address. And I was yes. like, what the? F yes. Oh my god! I didn't know what website it was from. I was like, how the? Now who you fooling that? with that wax sheet? <laughs> but even like, even that is funny Dude. though, because at the end of the day, even though that's weird and like extra and like creepy, it's also like, I am small potatoes bro like no <laughs> yeah. how many followers do you think you're gonna get yeah. on this Dude, account like I, nobody I gives really, a shit where i, I live, really think bro. that no one understands what's going on here yeah i had i had this discussion with uh oh man i forget who it's it was somebody at the loft it wasn't jerome but it was somebody else and they were like we haven't we haven't booked any of your artists for shows because we thought you would ask for too much i'm like have these shows yeah, that I you guys would that. do we would do for free. Right. Yeah. That, I got caught up in like not getting booked because they, they, so you just, they, they didn't know like where I fell. Like, are you cool to open for people? But he's not like a big enough headliner for us to like really do a show around him. So I was like, just never even hit up. And I was like, at least give me the opportunity. No, no, right. but, exactly. but they took it the next step of I, cause I asked them about Cyrus and Marcus and they were like, yeah, what are they booking? Like 800, like I forget the figure that they threw out or whatever. And I was like, no, they're they're literally looking for shows yeah. and they will come there if yeah. the if the opportunity is good, they will be there. Facts. And they will charge nothing. Mm -hmm. And if we want to make money, I will be behind the merch table selling merch. That's it. True. So I, I don't get where this idea comes from that we're like rolling in the dough all the time. Right. High key, we're looking for shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PSA. Again, again, you again you the, the fans get this idea that we're rolling in this dough, so they're just like, you guys should go on tour. You guys should come here. You guys should come here. And I know this is something that you guys always talk about, mm -hmm. and it's just like, we want to. Yeah. yeah. We just don't have that budget. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, like, it's tricky because you hear so often um, people talk about artists make their, real, make their money on tour. Touring, right. Which is true, but in general, you're talking about bigger artists. Yep. And or label artists. Label pushed. Label because pushed a, a mostly because label, label artists, artists don't get much of their music money. The yes. label gets that. These so statistics is, are all based on right. mostly label right. artists. So Why well, I, I say most is because there are like, if you have a solid fan base, like when you can go sell 
thousand person venues out across the country, you're still making really yeah, good. Yeah, and absolutely. you're independent, right. whatever, you, you, you're still making really good money on the road. So right. touring's yeah. still a big thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah, when people talk about that, they're mo they're mainly talking about label artists because I'm talking like over eighty five percent of yeah, those statistics whereas are the difference label is artists. With us, like I personally might have recently gotten to the point where I can go make some solid money on the road. Right. When I when when I when I include making money on merch. Yeah. Like and when I say solid, I mean like as opposed to everything we've ever done on the road has been either breaking even breaking or even losing, money. losing money. Right. So when I say solid, I'm not being like, yeah, we're about to go make some bread. I mean like <laughs> I can actually come home with some bread. Right. right. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's just like my idea behind music festivals is for independent artists. Mm. Yes. But now you see music festivals and it's just like, yep. Yep. That's yep. all you see. Line them up. Like, yep. Line them up. And it's yep. just like, you like you have enough money to do your own fucking tour. Yeah. yeah. Why do you feel like you need to come and essentially disrupt everything that an independent artist is doing from a music festival? Because standpoint? because they can. Like, why it's would so you not up, if you man. have the opportunity? Like, it's I don't understand. Yeah. I literally don't understand. Dude, uh, I saw Billy from the loft the other day. I feel so bad. And if Billy's listening to this, I apologize because I saw him at the loft. And and trust me, I was not that drunk i had like two beers but i was just so angry of the fact that it was it was like three months ago and common ground hasn't hadn't said anything to us and regardless of whether the fact we could actually do it i was pissed that we didn't even get an email right and i was like hey i need someone to vent to and here it is and i was just like dude the bottom line is we're trying to do something that's awesome for the city. And when we don't get put on to other people's shows, we're just bringing out the same amount of people. Mm -hmm. Like every, every, all of our fans bless their hearts, come out to every single one of our shows and we love them for that and everything like that. But we cannot grow our fan base when we just keep bringing out the no, same amount of people. Exactly. That's it. So our city is not putting us on to anything. No one is hitting us up for anything. And we will not charge you. We will we will grind and sell merch to make it worth yeah, our absolutely. time and everything. Because but, at the end of the day, what we're getting out of it is more fans and more listeners. Right. And we're smart to realize that. But the bottom line is when that never happens, True. what do you expect? And so everyone comes to us and they're like, when's the next spec show? And I'm like, two years from now? Right. Because I don't want to oversaturate the Marcus. Right. Or right. Uh, Martin Marcus. Market. You can you can't oversaturate. It's it's man. insane to me, and no, it, it's, it, it's no ridiculous. one understands the concept. No, it's. I mean, I haven't even been in this this game for you know from from a, like a, a label standpoint as long as you have. But I I can just I just know like the whole idea behind at least us touring as independent artists is to gain additional yes, listeners. So exactly. when we want to essentially go on tour, it's not just the spec fans that are coming. Yes. It's everyone else that exactly. we've involved into that. Or at least make it to the point where we're not losing money right. and we can kind of self-sustain within that month. Yeah. Because sure. the thing is, if we're not, if, if we take all of our artists and we go on tour, no one's in the booth. No one. So there is no, no music, music being out. released. Right. Exactly. And that's our main moneymaker. So that's it. True. So if we're all on the road and we're not making, if we're literally just losing money the entire time, okay, we come back after a month and a half and then all of a sudden we have to like just churn shit out. Mm -hmm. That's no fun for no, anybody either. Absolutely not. I as, agree. as much fun as tour might be, it's just like, okay, now everyone's depressed because 
we have to go double time. Double time, right? It's just not a good idea. Sorry, boys. It's all good. Power's out of my crib, so that what like, is the snow? Is it storming outside? No, like, <laughs> dude. Last night, like five a.m., I hear this bang and my power goes out, but it kicks back on. Yeah, I'm like, that was weird. Whatever. Half hour later, kicks off, never comes back on. I like go look outside because I I don't like. I figure there's a storm or something. No, it's a nice nice morning. <laughs> something just happened oh, in our area, know. like the whole MSU uh, FCU. Headquarters so just in that little power. area, yeah, is, I, yeah. I don't know, but weird. um, but yeah, he just came through, and he was like, "Yeah, um, I was messing with the breakers and stuff, and I, I just, I can't get it to work. So, uh, we got so you on the list. Uh, no we'll, power. We'll, we'll get it fixed tomorrow. But so, <laughs> so you're like, good. Yeah. So I just yeah, don't have power so tonight. Like, like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Cool. So no big deal. Candlelight for you. Yeah, I, man, I, just, I will be requesting reimbursement. The, I think I'm in the pilgrimage for a minute, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be requesting huge There was a fucking bear in my neighborhood like two weeks ago. What? Yeah, like oh, that Grand Rapids? Rapids? Yeah. I, dude, I remember hearing about that. right around what? the corner of my crib, He man. tweeted at Gloria. <laughs> they created a Twitter account for the bear. Fucking, it was a bear. Could you imagine? You saw it? No, I didn't know. Oh. How's that work? Could you imagine? <laughs> he was hunting it down. Like, yeah. stepping outside and just like. That'd be freaky. Seeing a bear in Grand Rapids? bear, no. dog. If I saw no. a bear randomly anywhere, I'd be like, <laughs> what? I would, no. I would literally shit my pants. I'm good. Dog. I would I'm, shit my I am pants. so straight. <laughs> I'm good. In a city? Like, yeah, no. Absolutely. No. What's it doing there? Lost, I'm assuming bro. it got away from like the the John Ball Zoo somehow, some way, because uh, it's right down. The, I'm like uh, literally right down the street. I didn't the zoo, think so about my, that. That's what my guess was. That's real. Well, we're an hour in. Oh, right on, man. Oh, speaking of uh, Anderson, pa- is it Pac or Pack? Pack. Anderson Pack. Um, I saw this article that said something about like he reveals that he has like sixty five thousand songs in the vault. Oh God! I here we go. I hate this. I know. With here we go. It's just like <laughs> with artists. I just hate it. And the and uh, because does, like does someone that's like if you're having this conversation, are you taking that shit out of context, or am I like am I like hey, I need you to write this down. I got sixty five fucking thousand songs in a vault. He, that's what he write said. He goes. A, there's that. literally a quote. It says, "Listen to me. I have sixty five thousand songs in the vault. No, no features, fam." Some of them are acapella, no beats, 15-minute songs. My bro, trust me, I'm good. Like, if you have 65,000 songs in the vault and you said you're good, then it shouldn't have took you, like, six months to come out with a new song. Okay, that's what just blows my mind. It's like, I'm I'm not saying these guys, I mean, I guess I am saying most of these guys don't actually have what they say they have. Some of them might, but even if they do, you're not allowed to call them songs. No, absolutely not. No. 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 It's no. are not fully fucking complete. Yeah. Nah. It, those are references, bro. Yeah, exactly. You got 65,000 references. Exactly. When he's saying 65,000. Right. I have 65,000. <laughs> what are you learning? What, what does that mean? Like, say you have 65,000 ideas. 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 Yes, exactly. But don't say you have 65,000 songs. Because if you do, like what? You're just scrapping like sixty four thousand dollars. Okay, this dude. dog. Write but, this down. Write this down. I got a million song ideas in my head right now. Yes, <laughs> I'm putting that on Twitter. That, that's gonna that's gonna be the title of the of this podcast. Marcus Ryan has a million songs in the vault. <laughs> oh my god! But for real, so many people do that shit, and it bugs me. Like, and I think even younger artists really get caught up in that. Like, oh yeah, but I got all this shit. It's like, yep. 
but you got nothing until no they're not songs no, right when as soon as you say yeah I've whatever how many songs he said yeah. and some of them acapellas <laughs> Boom, done. Yeah. No, you do not. Bro, I, and I don't think he would mind me saying this because it's not like a bad thing. Um, and he's a new artist. I, I remember having a conversation with Joey about this. Yeah. And um, he had mentioned to me, because we were talking about like putting the finishing touches on some songs. And he mentioned to me, he's like, bro, like you have no idea. I got like whatever number he threw out there, like songs in the vault. Mm -hmm. And I straight up told him, I was like, bro, but you really have zero. <laughs> like, Bye. because... No, yeah. one, like no one can hear their ideas. Yeah. Their ideas. And, and he was, and he was like, yeah, you're right, man. And he, he came back the next day and he was like, bro, I've been thinking about that shit you said the other day. And I was like, I'm fucking whack. Like, I, cause I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. And you hear people do that shit yeah. all the yeah. time. But and, that, I, and I'm not, I know how Joey works too. So like he does have a lot, like probably like that. Yeah. Lots of random shit saved and ideas and like close to, close to songs, but 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 that's why you I say like I want I want this label to be different than the industry whack shit that's going on. Facts. If if you have a song, you have a fucking song. Yeah. You, if like, you don't, then you have an idea. It's like right. this. Let's see. Like how many notes do you have? That's in what your I'm fucking... about to say. Right. Yeah. So I have <laughs> in my Gmail notes, I have eleven hundred and ninety four notes. <laughs> yeah. I have eleven hundred ninety four songs. Another one. Right. <laughs> right. I have eleven hundred. That is not songs, a thing, bro. Mm -hmm. But but that's exactly what he's saying. Oh wait wait wait! But they're not songs because you didn't press record on any of them, right? That, and I think that's where these artists get the like fuck out I'm, of here. I'm an artist where I I write everything, right? So I don't just go turn on the mic and turn on a beat and just start like spitting out ideas. No. Which I get jealous of people that do that sometimes because I'm like that'd be a cool way to record yeah. whatever. I would think it would probably take less time a lot in a lot of cases, but um. I just feel like those are the type of artists that always have all these things in the vault because you go sit down for it. Like I sit down for a session, like there'll be plenty of days where I don't touch a mic. Yeah. yeah. Facts. But these guys go sit down to work on music and the mic is on that's, and they're recording. Right. And, that's and, the and, writing and, process. And, right. And yeah. every, every session or every beat that's ever thrown on mm -hmm. goes down as a song in the vault. Yes. That yes. and fucking 25,000 of those beats are tailor made to you. Yes. Right. And it's just like, Dude, I have yeah, to I gotta spend half my, my time finding beats. Right, yeah. like, right. There's literally days that go by to where I can't find a beat. Yeah, so right. I can't write. Right. Like for me, I don't. I'm not premeditated with my shit. I don't write something and then go try here. to find yes. a beat. Same here. Same and here. that that's how I feel like most artists are. But the bottom line is, when you're telling me that you have acapellas, I'm like, okay, so there's no beat to them, and this shit might not ever come out. Right. That's the thing. I'm not nice. like not like probably more than likely will he's never probably come out. like one of the most creative, hardworking, like all these Hands having down. that many ideas and whatever is dope on its own. That's just, fine. People I'm not need judging to just stop that. calling them songs. Yeah, that's what bugs me. No, you do not have sixty four thousand song or sixty four hundred songs. Thousand. Done. He said sixty five thousand. Get the songs. fuck out of here, songs, man. And then it's just like, do you have access to all sixty five thousand of those songs? Because yeah, like, if I know you, right. if I know Anderson, he doesn't even fuck with Breezy Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's completely got rid of it all was a, of those songs. It was a Zane Lowe interview, so you know Zane Lowe didn't press him because he's just the softest interview <laughs> right. you can do of all time. 64,000, But, huh? bro, I would be like, yo, someone that's interviewing someone that claims this shit needs to be like, take me to the vault. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Show me the vault. I yeah, yeah. I need to see that. Yeah, because one of these one of these artists needs to be called I out I need on to see shit. your solid state, dog. Yeah. yeah. Show me your solid state. Yeah. 
They'll show you a bunch of 15 second acapellas. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And here's, even like here's that's a hook dope idea. On its own. Like that's dope on its own. Cool. I agree. It is dope. Like Yeah, why do you need to lie? Don't make me hate on yeah, you. Yeah, don't don't lie. Like right. it's sixty four thousand just like recordings of good ideas. That's dope. Yeah, that's exactly. Dope. I wish I had I'm it. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't need to tell me that they're songs. Yeah. Well, that that's that's my I was I was trying to think of something that pissed me off this week, and that's what it was. <sighs> is your is your thing recording? Oh my god! I'm really fucking up all day today. Well, dude, I had to take multiple phone calls from this dude that can't fix my power. That's the issue. It's not like so. I have power back. Like when I was at the crib for a second before I came here, like my fridge was running, my Wi-Fi was on, but none of the lights turned on. the The washer dryer worked, but none of the lights worked. That's so fucked And up. I tried messing with the breaker and shit. And yeah, that's like a... Like I always say, it's funny because they always want their check at the first mm-hmm. of the month. Though. It's just like, <laughs> but you can't do everything in your power to get my power. That's the thing, thing man. I'm about to like, I'm out of there at the end of the month and I'm about to be like, hey, I'm about to just move out now. Just, uh, <laughs> just, facts. just, just reimburse like me for half the month. Clearly can't do just reimburse shit, me for half the month because I don't have power. So fuck you. <laughs> Do we had to, we forgot to uh, review voicemails? Oh, thank. We probably got a decent amount. People trying to talk mm-hmm. to Marcus. Mm-hmm. What they saying, man? Should we just risk it? How many we have? We got like five. Oh, that's not bad. I'm we not that ish. popular. We can risk it. Risk it. Fuck it. All right. Here's the it first can't one. Be that bad. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> True. All right. First one. What's good, guys? Um. Xavier, and um, I thought I'd make some breakfast, right? So I wanted to know, like, you guys prefer pancakes or waffles? And, like, in, like, a subsection of that, like, it'd be, like, uh, like chocolate chip, like, blueberry, or, like, uh, other stuff that I can't really think of right now. And you put syrup on it? I like syrup. I like, but, like, some people are like, nah, you got to get the maple jam. I'm Is like, this nah, the same guy like that the, the generic, not about generic, but, like, the toothbrushes? The, High fructose corn syrup, Miss Butterworth. Where's that? Um, yeah. Anyway, good looks, good vibes. Um, how high is he? Yeah, <laughs> that's a high question. Pass me that joint, bro. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. It's like that. Te- it's like that teacher answer. That was a really good question. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I don't even know. I spoke too soon. Pancakes um, or waffles? First of all, uh, waffles. I am a waffles guy who used to be a pancake guy. Okay, I can see that. Oh, it's funny. I'm, it's, they got to be soft waffles, crazy. though. Do we? Do you guys know the difference between a flapjack and a pancake? No. All right, so a flapjack is made with sugar, cornstarch, and something else, and a pancake is made with flour and sugar. So that's the difference. And then also the flour flapjack is a lot is a bigger. The flapjack is a lot bigger, bigger. and sweeter versus okay. the pancake. Gotcha. It's that just makes so sense. funny that that's what happens. So that the big sense. ones are flapjacks yeah, and yeah. the small ones are pancakes? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That Word. makes sense. I think I knew that. You're a pancake guy, aren't you? No, I'm a waffle what? guy. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. I've always been a waffle guy. Really? You know what's funny is that like, you gave me the option to choose between pancake and waffles, but I actually enjoy French toast the best. French, French toast, toast is, is good. Bomb. So fucking fire. Yeah. It is bomb. Also in waffles. If it's and- made right. Yes. In waffles and pancakes, I'm a big fan of blueberries. 
and chocolate chips are fine. I'm not a fan of fruit on my pancakes. Uh, I'm not either. I'm, I'm not either. Give I'm me a... some syrup, some maple syrup. Syrup for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So during that question, I was like, is this the same guy that asked the tooth, the what color is your tooth? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. But then I started Shout thinking to tooth, <laughs> toothbrushes. Isn't that a weird ass plural word? It is. Oh, okay. but it's not toothbrush. It's not toothbrush, though, right? Because it's, it's because you put the oh, okay. you have to put the s at the end. Yeah, because it's, it's like, <laughs> but it's already a plural, though. It's just yeah, toothbrushes. Toothbrushes. Like, toothbrushes. It's, it's, it's already plural. Why am I like toothbrush? toothbrush. It's toothbrushes. It's just a weird right. ass it's, fucking yeah. plural word. Plural word. Why? Why? Because it's not toothbrush. It's because not toothbrush. that's still one brush. Right. Brushing. No, no, no. I'm talking about two brushes. Toothbrushes. Toothbrushes. Should it be teeth brush? No. Teeth brushes? No. Well, you it's, have more than one toothbrush. Well, it's just a one toothbrush. But what what about two? You have got, two of them. I got two to- I got two You got two toothbrushes. Exactly. Two That's toothbrushes. what I'm saying. It's just a weird word. <laughs> toothbrushes. Sounds weird. Well, it's the plural of brush though. I know. Right. I it's know why. Kind of I'm just saying it sounds weird. Damn. Yeah. Oh my god. You guys are retarded. Wow. That's not PC, Monty. I know. I'm not PC. People know this on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. You just edited. Hello, out. this is Gavin from Kansas. Uh, I was curious to if Marcus wanted to be anything but a music artist, what would he choose? Damn, that's a good question. Um, if I had to be any other person than a music artist. I would want to be fuck. <laughs> you know, I don't sit down and think about those things. Um I would probably be like some sort of like philanthropist almost without the money aspect behind mm. it. Um I just volunteered um for my um actual company and we planted some trees and it was dope as fuck. Nice. Uh and then I and ever since then I've been going to like the flower shop like every weekend and getting like plants and shit. So like some sort of like philanthropist, planetarian, yeah. something like <laughs> planetarian. planetarian. Like it's just like give me some shit. Let me go build some shit around the world and like help other countries like that's dope. Flourish. Like yeah. that's what I would be. We just gotta pop the spectators off and we can all do that. Exactly, man. <laughs> right. like, we can be planetarian. Because like I just went to that shit yesterday and like I was around these group of kids, like these juvenile delinquents, and it was this other, uh, this group of girls that were from the lighthouse. Shout out to the lighthouse, and it was basically like a like a center for like juvenile kids or people that like kids that have run away. And they were, I was told that they weren't going to be as receptive because of you know, I'm just me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not anyone big, but you know, I came there and I, we helped them write a song. I went there to help them write a song, and everyone participated. Everyone was writing down bars, and I was helping them and that shit was so dope. Nice. Like just being a part of that, just made everything that I do worth. That's really it. yeah. You know that's sweet. So it was it was awesome. That's Good super shit. dope. All right, let's get through here. Two very different What's questions. Guys, Dylan yeah, right. from Egan, Minnesota. Um, I was just curious, where does you guys get your ideas for album art? Um, like lately, all the singles Packy's been putting out have like paint splatter as their it's kind of their theme, something along those lines. And beyond those singles, just any uh, album art in the past, like where those ideas come from. Uh, thanks for the podcast. Our domes. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 
all of those ideas are generated when I'm writing down the lyrics, honestly, for me. And then my girlfriend just does her magical thing and she just she takes an idea that I give her and she does it. So yeah, she's her girlfriend's that. talented as she's yeah. shout out to Allison. And for she's sure. been doing some of Cyrus's stuff too, right? Yeah, she's been yeah. doing some of Cyrus's stuff as well. Shout out Mo for my shout um, out Mo too. my stuff because we were trying to think when I started um all the inkblot singles we were like okay i want to just do a bunch of singles for a long time mm-hmm. but i don't want to come up with a new with a new thing every right. time so i want to have a consistent um theme but be able to change it a little bit color wise or whatever and you came up with that idea because there's obviously a zillion different inkblot shapes mm-hmm. you can do and then i um take a white piece of paper and a and a sharpie and i draw whatever little design and title of the song and just um we just make a graphic out of yeah, it and change the absolutely. color. So you combine both of them and mm-hmm. convert it. Yeah, it works and it's fast and it's what it, it keeps up with how many singles that you want to put out. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's always it's always the artist idea. Like yeah. like you said, it's not necessarily only you sitting down. Like you got right. your girl helping mm-hmm. you work right. on it and stuff, and you help me with my stuff. And you've I know you've done some of Cyrus's in the past. You you guys have combined effort on his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, done yeah. I've done uh, a lot Chris of Lemon Lemon did yep. uh, Joey's Joey's Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, Joyce was dope. I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed that one. That was fire. Yeah, yeah. He, he like he said he wanted that Miami Vice. Yeah, look. that's the type of feel that I got from it. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. That's what he wanted. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's mainly just what we're feeling at the at a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah. Like this last cover that I did, um, I saw a picture of Jim Morrison, and he was like literally my fucking spirit animal. <laughs> um, not Jim Morrison. Excuse me. Um, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, oh there okay. you go. So he's actually my spirit animal, and I saw this photo and. I showed it to Allison, and then she took a photo of me, and that's how we got watermelon that's lemonade. Nice. So going forward, and this is the idea that Mo gave me, but going forward, we're gonna do exactly what, similar to what Packy's doing. We're just gonna have that cover art. It's just gonna be in different colors because I don't want to confuse anyone, mm-hmm. um, to you know, from from the idea of what disco balls and party favorites is. Yeah. as far as the singles go, so and not slow you down just based off of art, right. like because right. I know like shit like that takes time like uh, art uh, art is a is a big thing and if you don't have time to wait around for if you're ready to release music and the artist isn't ready to do the album art then there becomes a problem and we even said like you always got to think about the the generation room with music where it's like in one ear and out the other what have you done for me lately you gotta you got dope album art like don't just waste it on one thing that right. like, comes and right. goes if right. it you know if you put some time into it and you're you are doing like a a theme like right. the, the disco right. balls and party favors so it's like you might as well keep that consistent yeah. mm-hmm. and that art is dope as shit right. too thank you uh okay two more two more actually three how's it going more. this is dylan from california this is a question for all you guys i guess if you could do a collaboration with any artist uh who's big in music right now who would it be big fan thanks it's hmm. a good question. Let's let's toss this one to Marcus because I feel like we've answered this before. Um, yeah, you know, I could literally list off a group of people that I would want to collab with, but I don't want to get on. A, I don't want to do a song to where I feel like it's going to be. Re- I feel like it's going to be reiterated almost. So like me saying, I want to get on a song with Anderson Pack. You want to con- you want, sound you, the exact same. You want to yeah, maybe yeah. contrast. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. Yeah. Like it would, that, that would make, that would, it would be fucking awesome. No, right? Hopefully sense. one day I would, yeah, but right, like yeah. it would make sense. But yeah. if I had to pick someone to collab with right now, 
I would probably say I like SZA a lot. Um, she's That'd be dope. she's That'd be dope. fire. Uh, yeah. This is one guy I follow. I think his name is Shy Girls. Uh, he he has a uh, his album came out like almost a year ago. It's called Sought, um, and he's fire. Um, he has a great voice. So if I had to pick someone, it would probably be Shy Girls or SZA right now for nice. sure. Nice. What do you think? I don't know. Like the easy answer, like if I'm just me, if I'm going to give the real answer, like if someone, (laughs) if someone sat me down and said, you get to collab with, with one artist of your choosing, who's it going to be? DJ Khaled. The answer is Drake. Right. Oh, but I guess wrong to have a little more fun with it. Maybe like, a. Maybe like Post Malone or something. That'd be fire. That'd like be crazy. Much That'd different vibe, but That'd I think still crazy. like. Or also Sway Lee. I like Sway Lee a lot too. That'd yeah, be, I fuck with Sway Lee. That Post Malone Sway Lee record is yes, sick. that's fire. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. All right, dope, dope, dope. Yeah, your favorite transition. <laughs> dope, 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 dope. All right, all dope, right. dope, dope, guys, dope, dope. Way to way to go, guys. Way to go. <laughs> Yeah, hello. It is Jared from Reno, Nevada. Uh, my question today will be, will you, Packy, Marcus Ryan, Cyrus, and Joey Alana all get on a track like you did with All Day from Marcus? Um, love the podcast. Keep up the good work, and I'll see you guys later. Or I'll send another question later. <laughs> um, that's for us to know and you to find out. Facts. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, like, I don't, I have a problem putting this out there. Like I plan, I plan for us to do a collab project mm-hmm. as a, as mm-hmm. a collective. Yep. Um, so, and obviously I think it would only make sense to at least have one record where everybody's on it. Um, but my idea with it would be, and I think everyone would be on board is just as many, like as many different combinations, um, of, of, of collaborations yeah, as we can sure. and and whatever works and so we'd get some random ones within the collective and i yeah i think that'd be sick and i i want to do that um i'm i'm thinking maybe i'll just brainstorm on the podcast live with you is like i was even thinking just to kind of make it happen and when you're when you're talking about like not having to create a whole song and just do like a verse or just do a hook or whatever and it doesn't like it could be eight to ten songs or something if if that's what we want to do I have two options I keep going back and forth on in my head because everyone's working on their own shit. Mm -hmm. I thought either A, I create like a little bit of a head start. Like I do like three songs and send them to you guys. Like with maybe, maybe I just did a hook or maybe I just did a verse or whatever. And I'm like, I want you and you on this blah, blah, blah. And just get the ball rolling and be, and then I'll say like, Hey, you guys do the same. Um, with whoever you want on anything. And then let's, we just have a deadline. Like if you don't get anything done, then you're just going to be the artist that doesn't have as much shit on there right? Absolutely. as the other person. And we just have a firm deadline. No, I or, think we've talked about that before. Or we do like, we see if everyone can like take a week or a certain day each week for a month or whatever the case may be, but take a small amount of time and be like, can we all come to the studio and just commit to when we're here, we work on that, and whatever comes out is what we have. Those are the two things I keep throwing back and forth. For me, like... The first would be more feasible. I think think the first one's feasible because my process is a little bit different because it's just like, I like being 
alone when I write. I think all of us do. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think literally it's just everybody. Like, it's everybody just like does. that. Pa- it's just like someone that's painting, and it's just like you sitting over your shoulder, like, damn, that looks so good. Yeah. It's I think like, Joey might be the only one that is kind of like yeah, he, 50-50. He likes that. to vibe with other yeah. people. Because what I'll do is that I'll come sit down while I vibe with you. And then once I have, like, once I'm ready to write, I'll go into the other room. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, where the fuck is Mark? <laughs> well, because that, that's my thing. That's, it's always been like this because I, like, sit down and I write 16s. And that it could take me fucking three hours to right, write yeah, a verse. Exactly. Yeah. And when it's like, hey, come in here and throw a verse on this. It's like, I can't just do that. Or I could, but it's going to be trash. It's like not it's gonna not, be up to your standard. It's not like gonna be what I thing. want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I I don't have a problem coming and vibing at a studio session with someone, but if they want me on it, I'll be like, yeah, I'll get it to you tomorrow, right? right. Absolutely. Like, or something. But like, like you that. said, no, we can definitely come and vibe and get ideas, pick and beats, like yeah, yeah, do right. things exactly. like that. And then also, like we talked about the last time, is that like I find like, and you're probably the exact same way, but like I'll I always find songs that I'll write 16 bars to or write 16 in a hook to and then have nothing else after that. And I have no problem sharing that with other people. Yeah. Especially if they vibe with it also. Because right. that also can seem a lot more organic as well. Because it's just like, yo, Pac, I got this song. I think you'll sound fire on it. Let me know if you like yeah. it. If you don't, then it is what it is. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm that way too. So that's probably the best way to do it. And I, I think just set a deadline and be like, because that's real shit. I know we all are busy and whatever, but if you just got to come up with, for this project, if like the minimum is to come up with each of us like three verses right. or two verses and a hook or whatever the case may be, if that's the minimum, I think we can all manage oh, to I do agree. that in yeah, X sure. amount of time. And then, yeah, and then maybe at that point, then we all come together for a couple of sessions and do something like that. But yeah, definitely expect some inner spectator collaborations. This question is the only question from Twitter. Twitter. Hey guys, I'm Bryce from California. What's up, Bryce? Sorry if the audio is terrible. I'm actually recording this in my car. I was going to say. It might be pretty bad. But um, I've got a question for everybody. Marcus, have you named your son yet? <laughs> and also for uh, Mo and Packy, have you guys thought about putting all of the artists on a shirt? Because I'd definitely buy that. You guys also have to restock the... Um, the hats. I've been waiting almost a month for a hat now. Hey, so, yeah, it's your lucky day. Love the music video like this. It's really good. Thank you, bro. Facts. Um, yeah, you take you take the first one. Uh, yes, I named my plant. His name is Hendrix. Ironically enough, uh, he's a growing boy. Uh, also, shout out to my two best friends. They just had a baby. Um, I'm a god. I'm a god. Clap it up, mom. I'm a godfather. Sorry, I was was trying to make sure that we didn't have any more voicemails. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Tone and Taylor. Um, Yeah, we just, yeah, they just had a baby last Tuesday and uh, it's a beautiful baby boy, a healthy baby boy. So shout out to him. But yes, thank you for asking. My plant name is Hendrix and uh, he's a growing boy also. (laughs) (laughs) Always good. (laughs) (laughs) What did he, what did he ask us? I, I, I forgot. Uh, the teas. Are we gonna? Oh, all of us, uh, all of us on a tea. Like a Mount Rushmore oh. type of look. Oh, yeah, that I'm ca- I'm kind of confused by that. Um, fun fact though, everyone's got their own tea coming. Boom. And Paggy doesn't even know what tea he's gonna have coming. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not putting my Fuck name that. on. I'm not putting my name on something you designed. No, it's something we had discussed a long uh, time ago. Shit. Yeah, man. Artist driven merch should be here shortly. I'm excited. That's gonna be. I don't want it awesome. anymore. Why? 
Shit looks You're dope. on it. Yeah. Fuck that. Yo, the first out. shirt that you'll be able to have me be on. Shout, uh. out, shout out to the spec shorts. Bro, I felt bad because I, I, I literally gave it like I gave it like five minutes between the two posts, and I got so many messages like, <laughs> "Here are the steps." Yo, 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 I need some pre-order, pre-order. And then they're all like, "Damn." <laughs> they are fire though. You cut they those, the, you cut those joints up. They're like they're straight short. Those are just pretty yeah, fire. I agree. Yeah. We got enough of them <laughs> stock. Yeah. But we do. Um, he asked about hats. We have hats restocked. We, yep. we just are waiting on a couple of things that we want to launch them with. Yep. Um, and we also have a new colorway and hat. We got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, we do. A lot of it. We're going to have excited. Moti wanted to vent about sunglasses and we didn't let him. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <sighs> vent. Dang. Okay, here. here. <clears throat> I don't know what that means. So <laughs> this the struggle of ordering merch for you guys is as follows. <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying to order these simple ass sunglasses. They're different than what has normally been in the, in the shop. The, the normal ones are real basic, you know, Ray-Ban, whatever mimic mm -hmm. type of things. Um, but I was trying to switch it up. So I email one company to get a quote and they're like, Oh yeah, here's the quote and blah, blah, blah. And everything's great. So I sent them the design mock looks good. Approve it. This takes literally four days for me to get accomplished going the back and forth. Two days later, they send me an email. We're out of stock of the black sunglasses, but you can have white ones. <laughs> and I'm like, who am I? T-Pain? Fucking Fabo. Oh, just going to steal my jokes, huh? Fucking Fabo. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even hear you. Yeah, was I out there? I was oh, like, you were standing right here. Someone, someone said, what is this? A nine oh, I heard. I was like, what the fuck is this? 2009? <laughs> <laughs> fucking white I heard that sunglasses. Joke. No, no, no. But, and then I email another company. The same exact thing happens. It was quicker this time. Happened within like three days. Oh, we're out of stock of the black. I, I think there's like a famine of these sunglasses happening and, <laughs> and no one knows where to get them. So I went the extra mile went down the Google results to find a third company that sold these sunglasses, emailed them five days ago. They emailed me today telling me that they are out of stock. They get them from the, the same ones. warehouse. They That's all do. Yeah, so I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So we're not getting sunglasses. So blame OT. Sorry, guys. Don't blame OT. Blame the warehouse. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Um, I try. I tried so hard because I actually really wanted them to. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. wear some spec shit. So what are sure. we? Uh, what are we getting in? We got the crewnecks coming in. Crewnecks. Apparently, everyone's got their Marcus own shirts. shirt, Cyrus hats. Hopefully, a new colorway of spec T, but it's gonna be cutting it. Close. New colorway of spec T. Mo T and Packy shirt. Fire. It, it's it's dope. <laughs> it's dope. I had this idea. Like, I won't wear it because I had, I'll just look whack. I like. had I had this idea like two years ago. Now he just executes it now without even telling me. <laughs> yeah, whatever, dude. Fuck um, it. When is that? When is that mock-up hoodie coming in? And that, it's oh, already in. New hoodie. It's already in. And they fucked it up. Did they? I want to see it. When are you gonna show me? We can fix it. We'll we'll still put it up. I forgot it at home, but oh, okay. um, it got shipped to our place. Multi. The uh, liner looks. Think visors are cool. Visors. <laughs> hey the lining is good the they fucked up the sizing big. of the lettering of again right yeah, yeah why do they always do that they did that on tank tops know. like two years ago i have no idea we wanted like 
the spec or something like this big and they just yeah, made it massive. they made it huge yeah hey, thanks yeah. but uh i'll fix it so that we can still put up the mock pictures of it and we'll put that pre-order up does it look dope other than that I actually, I really like the hoodie that it's we It's a different kind of hoodie, right? Yeah, yeah, it's super dope. And it's super comfortable. It looks super dope. I actually don't mind wearing it with the big letters. I'd rather have them small, but it actually looks decently good. Um, but we'll have multiple colorways for you guys to choose from. Nice. We'll have multiple sizes. Well, let me see that shit. <laughs> I'm excited, too. I want to see that shit. It, it'll, it's dope. It's dope. So I'll show you the mock cool. after the podcast. Merch popping off. Merch is popping. So we'll have a shit ton of shit for you guys to order. Yeah, and we'll have more coming too. So yeah. I'm excited. It's like I've never had merch made for me. So like that's just the excitement. Marcus and his girl are bringing, bringing a little creativity to the uh, design game for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope I do not. These all don't come in and I, they fucked all. Well, that's the thing. When it's that, that's the problem. Like murder. Somebody. So this one, it, like it's a new hoodie. It's a little bit of a new design. So we ordered a, a mock up. Yeah. But for something that's like, here's a logo, here's the size we want it, slap it on a shirt. I feel like we should. just order because yeah. otherwise it's going to take like a month and a half for everything to get True. to us. Once right. by the time you get the mock-up, then order the whatever. Yeah. So, But then when they mess that up, it's like, God, it's just dang, like, motherfucker. <laughs> they messed up the part that I didn't think that they would. Like the yeah. hoodie liner is the right. most complicated part of it. Right. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll it's see. It's insane to me. Any uh anything you want to leave the fans with, Marcus? What are we? What song are we outroing with? Cyrus changes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, new music coming soon. Um, like Always. I said, this well, it's just, it's, a, it's a collection. It's a volume. So, um, I'm excited for you guys to hear what else we have. What else I have in store as well as what else. The All of the spec artists woke in the summer. Yeah, for sure. But definitely woke in the summer. <laughs> I'm excited. Um. Thanks for watching the fucking show. Thanks for having me on the show. Already. Thanks for coming out. These are the only sound effects. <laughs> All right. I'm out of this thing. All right. This is Cyrus Changes. And we're not talking about in the dressing room. <laughs> Cyrus changes his shit. <laughs> Losing track of my chase accounts Still getting chased by Twitter mobs Do a lot of talking for your mama cops And I'm still LJ with the chase down blacks And I ain't never tripping over people in my seat It's whatever, y'all can keep it I'm the one that's on the screen I'm the do your girl gon' hit up when she need herself some mm. Censored for the moms They play this in the car Got my feet up in the sand I forgot to put on pants I may bail out like a Tuesday Y'all ain't even made no plans See my life is hella fun Got a girl like Belladon And I'm singing in the shower While she fogging up the dark I said, hold on, wait a minute Way, way too fast These past few days feel like I Just need the right season I said hold up, wait a minute